A pleasant evening to everyone. This is your host Regine and tonight we have a very special guest who finally decided to come forward and share his battle with anxiety. I won't say that he has an anxiety disorder since there has been no diagnosis yet. Plus, I am not a professional when it comes to topics like this. The only background I have with anxiety disorder and other mental disorders was in college when we had our psychiatric nursing subject and related learning experience. However, I understand that anxiety or anxiety attack when experienced in a long period of time is not normal. It's a very big gamble for Nora Neko to do this because here in the Philippines, there's a stigma that when you're seeking help or when you're seeking mental help from psychologists or psychiatrists, you're tagged as buang or crazy or someone who ought to be admitted to a psychiatric facility. Mental health is a taboo topic here, and we will break that stigma through this podcast. Just a disclaimer, everything shared is subjective and are based on our guests' experiences. Okay, so how are you? I hope everything's fine. Hi, yeah, um, I am actually doing fine as of the moment. Um, yeah, it was a somber thing to hear regarding my experiences but no, I'm guessing I'm doing fine uh, yeah everything's good um, everything's pretty uh, I guess normal I guess for the lack of better term but other than that uh, not much um, uh, it's still the usual that's good well um this is how it will go i will ask you questions and i won't say much because this is all about you so let's start with our first question i know that this makes you anxious or i mean this interview does but i've got to ask this when did it all started i don't remember when it all started but growing up, I wasn't really, or rather, I didn't really have a good childhood. From my elementary days until high school, I was always bullied because of my appearance. Uh, I didn't have many friends. So even at a young age, I already practiced social distancing. <laughs> and uh, at a really young age, I was always like, nervous to try out things i was always uneasy because i always thought that maybe i would basically fail it or i'm not gonna do well with whatever i'm supposed to do so back then there was no proper definition of it but stemming up from insecurity i've experienced at a really young age uh I've always had that feeling of uneasiness even as I wake up and prepare for going to school. I would always tell my mom that I don't want to go to school because people are just going to call me names. Uh, people are just going to bully me. And it wasn't a pleasant experience. I can say that. Growing up for me wasn't the best thing. But I made it this far. But if you talk about when 
probably it started it really started at a very young age i should say what do you usually feel when you're having an anxiety attack so what do i usually feel when i'm having an anxiety attack i i feel nervous i feel uh like my emotions are out of place i easily get irritated i easily get angry um i feel like my thoughts are all over the place it's like uh imagine having google chrome open with 50 tabs open <laughs> imagine the experience of your computer or your laptop when you have 50 tabs open and all of them are processing at the same time so that's how it normally feels for me when I'm having an anxiety attack so and physically I normally don't show like it doesn't show in my face or I guess I'm not sure I guess people haven't really told me about it but for me I guess in physical aspects uh my heart is uh my heart raises in unusual ways because uh, i think it's a manifestation of also having uh having all thoughts processing at once so uh normally when i'm um experiencing it i I vie away from people. I try to not let people know about it. What are your triggers? Or do you have like a major trigger? So, uh, my, uh, it's, it's a sensitive word to use, but what normally triggers my anxiety, I can't really tell. Um, sometimes it just happens. Like, out of nowhere an intrusive thought just comes in then uh it stems from there suddenly you're thinking of one thought then the next moment you're thinking about 50 thoughts at once uh then you're trying to process everything and when i say that because i'm a person that thinks a lot like i try to make sense of what i'm thinking about and uh in my experience, it normally doesn't work because uh, I try to piece things together. I try to connect things together, but uh, sometimes I'd say uh, it's like having a mental overload because you're uh, trying to juggle one thought to another. And to even think about it, some of these thoughts don't even have the are not supposed to be there in the first place. They're just scenarios that are made up or just thoughts that are being there for the sake of being thoughts. So that's how it usually feels. Again, it's like having a lot of tabs open where where one tab you don't really need to open, you don't uh, close it to make space for new ones or at least to make sense of what you are currently viewing. Um, but one of the observed one of the things that I observed that has been a major trigger for me is I guess it stems up from my insecurity. When 
uh, and it's hard to talk about this, but when I'm being compared or when I think about where I should be now in my state of life or in my age, I tend to compare with a lot of people like my peers like where they are what their state in life is normally it creates a it just blasts through my head and i can't stop thinking about it it uh <laughs> like hey this person already your friend already graduated in school hey this person has finally met the love of his life and is finally getting married uh but then i see my friends being successful with their businesses and they're already doing what they love to do in life then i look back to myself and think ah. sometimes i just think about um my own significance i get overwhelmed by comparing my life to them would my life any be any better so honestly that again i can say that's probably one of my triggers what are you doing to battle this also are those coping mechanisms working what i normally try to do to battle them is I keep telling myself that I have my own journey I have my own pace I always had the analogy where maybe some some of them are growing like normal trees some trees are meant to bloom fast some flowers are meant to bloom beautifully while some like uh, forgot what specific type of bamboo like for how many years they, you don't really see growth in them but when it, when they start growing they just spread out, their, out of the ground and be one of the tallest kinds of trees out there so I always just bounce myself to thinking about that but sometimes it doesn't help to be honest but it's one way for me to bring myself back to reality because one of the very things that you have to do in my experience when you're having that anxiety attack is you have to bring yourself back to reality. You have to close a couple of tabs because you're not using them. Or you have to close a couple of tabs because uh, you don't need to view that right now. So, yeah, in my experience, I try to put myself back to reality but it again it doesn't really help because my reality is different compared to theirs and the temptation to keep comparing myself to other people is is there won't deny that and normally my coping mechanisms don't work um I've always been a secluded person because I've always felt like I can't talk about these thoughts because I don't think anyone would understand me.
And that's a common symptom for most uh, people who are experiencing the same thing. You feel like anxiety tells you that you're alone, that people won't understand you, people under won't understand what you're going through. That's why you isolate. That's why you you veer away from people. You think that you can just fight your battles alone and it'll be fine. We've been fine all this time, so I think we could be fine. Just a few battles from it. I always tell myself it's not easy, but it's not the end. The battle isn't always lost, but it's a battle that I normally go through most of the time. Again, it's intrusive. It happens a lot. It Sometimes it happens when you least expect it. Because one day you're having happy days and the next you're not. Because it ruins your mood. It really just ruins a lot in your life. And I've always felt like I didn't want to talk about it with people because I don't want to put them on a burden on my own burden like I'm already a burden in myself then I don't want to put it to other people that's how it feels for me What's the best thing that people around you or people around those people who are experiencing the same thing can do? Now, honestly, the following thing I want to talk about is uh, a little bit hypocritical for me, but the best thing you can do for people who are experiencing the same thing is... When you know someone who's going through the same thing, who's, who you feel like is going through these battles, is to make them understand that you're there for them. Sometimes you don't have to give them any advice. You just have to tell them that, hey, I'll be here. Because the thought processes of people who are going through this attack is just for lack of better term is messed up they'd always think that they're alone in this that no one would understand you but if you know someone who's going through it don't i know it's tempting to talk about uh to give the advice to them but the best thing you can do is offer like, hey, do you want to talk about it? And if they don't want to talk about it, don't force them. Give them time to open up. Because sometimes they really need someone who they can trust, who they can talk about it. And if they feel like you're listening for the sake of listening, but not listening for the sake of understanding it 
it creates a wall between you and that person at least in my experience and there are people who open up there are people who don't but what matters i guess for most of these people is to make them understand that you're there for them don't leave them in the midst of their battles even though they don't they don't tell you much of what they're going through but if you're aware that they're going through that don't leave them in the battle and what's the best advice you can give for people who are experiencing the same thing i mean how to close some of those tabs for the people who are experiencing these kinds of battles i know I should speak for myself as well, but find people who you can really trust. I know it's tempting to to push yourself away from them, especially when you're in the midst of your battles, because you feel like, I don't think I should burden other people with my own problems. But if you are with people who you can trust to talk about it then do open up because i believe uh sometimes opening up uh i keep using the google the the google chrome analogy but sometimes opening up closes your tabs or sometimes uh, gives you a restart if you need to reboot uh, you can talk to people um and sometimes it's again it's really tempting to isolate i understand that but if you have people who you can trust who you can talk about then talk to them make them at least try to make them understand what you're going through and yeah but at the end of the day i can i speak for myself if it really comes to worst, uh, seek professional help. I'm, I know there's a stigma with people who actually seek for, for help, especially with these kinds of situations. Nah, nah, society looks at you differently when you actually uh, ask for mental help. There's nothing wrong with asking for mental help. Like, sick people go to the doctor when they are sick. And it's just that some doctors handle, like, medical or physical sicknesses. But mental sicknesses are illnesses too. And there are professionals who can help you in that area. So if you need to seek for professional help, then go ahead but again find people who you can trust and find um, like find uh, I guess the avenue to really talk about it like an outlet I know a lot of us have different coping mechanisms uh, sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and I know there are bad days but 
uh, I guess I want to appreciate you for fighting up to this point uh, from one person who's going through it to the other I appreciate you for fighting this far it's not an easy battle but I'm glad you made it this far and I hope you continue to fight I hope we continue to live life because I believe there's more to life than our own uh, our own personal battles that we fight every day so yeah any closing thoughts or remarks to wrap it all up I guess my closing thoughts again if you need to seek professional help seek for professional help and to the people who are experiencing it you don't have to fight your battles alone and for the people who have friends who you know are going through the same thing be there for them honestly it's it's a busy life and all of us are have our own paths in life but if you have uh if you know someone who's going through it uh, be there for them and <laughs> I guess I can say that there are people who are good at hiding it so you really need to look out for those people so I guess that's it um, I want to thank Weaver of Tales again this is a little sensitive topic for me to talk about but I want to thank her for giving the opportunity to talk about this to tell my thoughts because the whole point of me talking about this is to help people who are going through the same thing I've always been uh, an advocate for mental health I know there's a stigma going on for people who are experiencing different mental disorders but I'm with the battle with you I also want to educate people regarding this uh, again thank you and I hope this finds its way to people to seek help because I, at the end of the day that's the end goal of why I wanted to talk about this to begin with so Weaver of Tales thank you this is not an echo uh, yeah I guess that's it. Thank you. No, we should thank you. Thank you so much for trusting um, Weaver of Tales here on our segment, Tell Your Thoughts. I know it's not easy to do this, and I know how hesitant you were, but we are so lucky to finally um, get your permission to do this with us. Thank you so much. I hope everyone who are listening will understand now how people like Nora Neko feel and think. Instead of judging them, why don't we support and hear them out? Different people have different experiences with anxiety. How about you? Are you experiencing the same thing? If Nora Neko feels like it's like opening many tabs at the same time, what about yours? 
why don't you share your thoughts and experiences with us to help break the stigma. If you are a psychologist or a psychiatrist who are listening to this and would like to tackle mental health and mental disorders, as well as give your professional advice through this podcast, you are welcome to do so. Just send us an email at weaveroftalespodcast at gmail.com, same as for those who want to share their stories. Not everyone knows about mental health, so hand in hand, let's all together break the stigma.